Thank you, Lord Jesus. I give you glory in Jesus' name. When I was, when I was in university, everybody knew that if, if anything that hears, comes to my ears, the pastor has already known it. Wow. <laughs> Amen. I mean, by pastor, I mean the young adult pastor. Because I was, I was serving under him, right? I was serving under him, directly under him. At the time when I initially joined the fellowship then, that was one of the things that, because... Of course, a lot of the young adults then were very, very young. Some had not even been born again yet, but we all attended because it was a vibrant young adult fellowship and also all kinds of people attend and all. So you had different kind of lifestyles, all kinds of things. Amen. Uh, what some people do in the night. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Um, now, so there is, there is this idea of like what I was speaking to before, right? Um, that uh, the kind of code that people in the world try to live to of keeping things, not being a snitch and all that, that thing is not in the, when it comes to the kingdom, everybody you are a snitch with badge of honor. <laughs> don't even snitch, don't snitch with, with uh, as if you are, as if you are what? With remorse, as if. Wow, no, no, snitch with, snitch with power and authority. And don't let every, anybody, what, make you feel bad for snitching. <laughs> I don't mean gossip, you know. Hey, <laughs> praise God. And everything I said now, okay, what is the difference between gossiping and what I'm talking about? Does anybody have wisdom? Yes. yes. You, you heard something bad about your friend. You want to go and tell somebody else. For what purpose? To show that ah, this brother, this sister has been acting spiritual. <laughs> this thing, man. There are things here. Oh, if you know what I just found out. That, is, that one is gossip. You know what gossip is. That one is equally as evil. In terms of the damage it does to the sheepfold. Right, it's all equally as evil as the person who is doing the bad the thing. Right, the Bible called them busy bodies. All those ones, those ones. If you are a gossiper, I can assure you one thing: you will never grow. Gossipers, they never grow. They never because gossiping takes energy. That thing that gossip is exciting in you is the, that that's the area that that growth. 
Uh-huh. Well, that should be excited. Yes. <laughs> the strength you are supposed you are supposed to use to rejoice in food that you are getting mm-hmm. to grow your own self. You use that energy to carry things and people's issues and all those things. Uh-huh. So if you are if you have that inclination at all, just start asking God to help you. And uh-huh. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about the purpose of shedding light is to bring a judgment. Anytime something bad happens, it's because of a judgment deficit. Right? Either a judgment deficit or an, ignore, an, an ignorance. Ignorance means they are ignoring it. So you need somebody who is somewhat at an authority level and so somebody who is wiser. You get what I'm saying? To now come into the situation. There's something going on here. That's not right. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And all of you, you're not all on the same level. Some of you guys, are, you feel they are, some of you have some more judgment than some of the others. Because not all the sheep are on the same level. And that's one wisdom you also should all have too. Learn to discern each other. We are not all the same level. Some people are more mature than you. You should know that. And acknowledge that. See, in my Christian life, eh, I'll tell you the truth. I, I didn't grow too much directly from relating with pastors. God helped me through direct, no. But the, all the things, almost most of the things in fairly my young Christian life, growing up, are things I got from odd brethren. Some of them my age, some of them just a little older than me, some younger than me. Those who were just my fellow, I'm telling you the fact, learning how to pray, learning how to study the word, learning how to just use wisdom of the spirit for things. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just in general, like scriptures, all, all those things. That's one thing that, that everybody must have. That's one thing everybody, everybody, that thing is so important. Because it's not all your growth that will come from maybe Jeff preaching and telling you something. Or Jeff calling you and saying this. It doesn't come like that. There's something that comes from that area. It's unique. It's it's important. And everybody gets that at the level. But most of your growth is among yourselves. Most, I would say maybe 85% or so of your growth is among yourselves. It is it's drinking from one another, feeding from one another. Praise God. If, I, mean, I learned from you people I felt like I'm more spiritual than. It's actually that thing I don't even know. Because you just see people have graces. People have graces in different ways. You should be wise to be able to see that thing and know, Kai, this person has this this thing or right? but some people are some people f- and don't have that orientation some people um and sometimes that thing can be from upbringing right that, that this is a danger a danger of amen everybody meeting us closed though so if you want to go home say we prayed i prayed right uh-huh. so if you have things to do i'm not the one keeping you uh, uh, those of us here too <laughs> anybody who needs to go or something you can go we are just talking now we are just in praise God yeah. if there is food we can even start eating or, or is there food or anything praise God so we can just eh? yes, sir. yeah so so praise God 
Um, so even even those who are perceived are younger than I am, Amen. By God's grace, I've been able to learn a lot. Now, I was saying that um, sometimes upbringings can differ um, in the way parents bring up their kids, and that can affect um, people's orientation towards others. Now, if a child is brought up by a proud father, what what does a proud father tell the child? You are better than everybody, you are unique, you know why? If, you, if the child comes and he gets 9.5 over 10, you won't say, say oh, did anybody get 10-10? Yeah. Why did you get 10-10? Why didn't you get 10-10? Are you get what I'm saying? <laughs> or that, that one is even very glaring. But in, in just a, there's a way some parents can impart a feeling of, yes. of, superiority complex that there's that you are better you are you know that kind of thing that kind of thing if somebody grows up and that one is difficult a lot of times the person who has that thing might not even know they have that yeah they might not even know they have that kind of sense about them it will take the holy ghost to break such a person and sometimes the breaking of that thing can be can be messy if God has, has mercy on the person, God will have to take you through some things mm. that will be bad <laughs> to, to break that kind of thing. Amen. So that, that kind of thing, it makes a person not have a true teachable spirit. Right? A true teachable, teachable spirit that is voluntary. Teachability. Voluntary teachability. Right, because there's already a way the person feels. Right, this is one of the feeling. The feeling is that somebody who f- some people can feel that they must always be in a place where they are the best. It's an orientation. Parents can put that thing in their kids. There are people who are like that. There are people that if you are somewhere now, it just nothing. It's not even about competition. But they are sensitive to that. They, they look at everybody, they weigh them, they rank them, they check their place, they want, and they want to prove. Mm-hmm. It, can be a, it can be as simple as just playing a game. It can be as simple as just talking about gisting. Mm-hmm. Their own gist must be the top gist. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Are, that thing is a nature. It's a nature to always be on top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The, the bad thing with that nature is that a lot of times when you are not on top, you assume yourself to be. You tend to think of yourself more highly. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you feel yourself also. Sometimes someone can feel they are always supposed to be the wisest. That they are always supposed to always be the one. Are you getting what I'm saying? That kind of that kind of nature, uh-huh. that thing is bad. When it comes to spiritual things, it hinders people a lot. So most of your, the things you learn when you are growing up, it, it is 
and God is just interesting. God is just like, I just like God in this way. God uses the things that you, you will ignore normally to teach you. The things you will normally look down on. That's where all your lessons of life are. And if your, your heart is too high the whole time, you will, you will never learn anything. You are just an empty vessel. What you will have is you will have the formation that you think is the right formation. That's the thing. You will be, you will be, it's a conceit. You will have the kind of formation. The way you think the right thing is you form yourself that way because it's by yourself. It's just about you raising and glorifying yourself. But you will not really have the inward building, right, that God wants to furnish the heart and the soul with. Are you getting are you getting that? One sense ability that you should really have is a great asset is ability to be able to identify this person has something I don't have. Don't be uncomfortable being around somebody who has grace in an area that you don't. Some souls don't like that thing. So if they are seeing grace expression that's beyond maybe what they, they don't, they're not comfortable. They like going somewhere else. They like being in a place where they are the, it seems as if they are on top. Uh-huh. That kind of nature is a bad nature to have. You should be one of your skill, your greatest skill should be your how quick, how fast you're able to drink from others. Your quickness in identifying. In fact, you'll be seeing, you should be able to see secret graces in people that others can't see and be tapping it. You, that's, what, that's why that, you see that eyes of when they say that esteem each other, but it's not for the other person. No. What does the other person care if you assist them? Is esteem. Esteeming means inside your own heart, right? He didn't say, go and tell me, I esteem you greater than myself. It's not for the other person, sir. Is that that thing, you need that thing, man. You really need it. You need to be able to esteem others. So when you see a person, begin to to search what is inside this man, what has been, what is inside this. Everybody has a thing, a, a grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? But it's with that sense of esteeming the other better than yourself. That what better means. You esteem them better. When you esteem them better, you begin to see things in them that you need. That's and that's thing, same thing was saying that do not think each one do not think each one on his own things, but mind the things of another. What are the things of another? It's not their property. The things of a man are inside him. So be minding the things of another person. When we are all doing this, you will see we will all align properly. We will all align properly. There are some of us that some of the things we struggle 
The answer is just being closer to somebody who has grace in that area. That somebody who you know that all I need to do in this relationship is that this guy is just telling me, just tell me, this person just telling me what to do every time will solve my problem. Even if you feel like oh, it's an area, I'm foolish in this area, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. See, there's somebody who, has, if you just go closer to that person, one day you won't suffer that problem anymore. Yes. Because in their own life, they are flowing with enough grace for five people in that matter. Are you getting what I'm saying? But when, you, but if you feel like you must be, ah, no, now nah, I'm a spiritual brother now. Nah, ah, no, I can't have this kind of struggle. I cannot, you want, you want to manufacture something that is. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes, you, you will have problem. These things are, these are the wisdoms. <laughs> I've been in situations in my life before, where Kai, I'm like, God, how do I even? deal with this matter. Amen. There was one that was a, it was a heart matter. You know, sometimes heart matters are difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. Well, I wish that I can just change how my heart is about this thing, but it's not changing. What, what do I do? Amen. That kind of thing. And I just... And that, that thing, the heart matter, I've been hiding it from my mentor. Amen. Do you know what was I hiding? It's just simple. I just felt like I should be more mature than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. 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 You know what I mean? I, I should be more mature than this. Why would I even praise God? Yeah. <laughs> then when I got to a breaking point, I was like, hey, man, let somebody be wise, though. So I just called this guy, and the guy just spoke to me in, in five minutes. He just told me one thing. Just one thing. One thing just, just straightened my heart, straightened everything. Well, that one thing he said is from experience. Everything balanced. Are you seeing that? Praise God. So, so these are all things that we should be all wise about. Eh? There's no such thing as one person that this one is high there. That, no. That one you think you are, seems very high. He still has his own area. He needs to be submitting to somebody that somebody else has more grace than he does in this particular matter. So let us not be, let us be more grace conscious, more conscious of Things that God has put inside of people who are around of us. Amen. Does, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Praise God. Does anybody have any question?
you know, well, now you said it, it makes more sense that it seems like we are partners in hiding the darkness. Yes. Because I just, just me just thinking and realizing that I don't see much correction from brethren. Okay. Oh. Okay, like brethren correcting each other. Exactly. You're not seeing it as much. I don't see. I don't see again. Again, I'm just saying it makes sense now because now you can tell that we are all. Or maybe say me, I'm speaking on myself. But everyone, everyone is everyone is maintaining their own lane. They want they want to be like a busybody. Let me just let me just do my own thing. So um, what's that thing of? That thing, uh, I think that's partly part of this message today. You so that we can embolden each other mm. in this area. Yes. We need that. There's a boldness you need to have. I, I know me in my life, I know that I would have derailed if God didn't bring one guy, a merciless human being. The, 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 my mentor, the first mentor I had, when I got born again. He's a merciless guy. He doesn't have... I, I think maybe they didn't build him into... I don't know this feeling of... Maybe we, I think it's his orientation. Be from Nigeria. Uh-huh. He doesn't have all this kind of sentiment, all those things inside him. He doesn't have that kind of... Praise God. So, um, even if... is he, someone who will ask you questions. When you ask you a question, when you ask you a question, you know that some question they ask you, you feel like you can just give one general answer or something. Mm-hmm. But then I ask you a question and you just said one thing, okay, you're just starting. They will ask you again, okay. So this happened. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get so that is a relentlessness. Mm-hmm. And God gave him wisdom. Praise God. And I felt like that helped me a lot. That kind of thing. Hey, praise God. He helped me a lot. If I was just left to myself to do anything I want, and I know that no one is no one will be interested whether I do the right thing, whether I make a mistake, whether I do the wrong thing. You get what I mean? Or I make mistakes, not just even my, my in my not just in my spiritual work, even naturally, in terms of my school. Now, when I was in school, my, my dad is not the kind of person who will be calling you and saying, what was your grade? All, all, all. I don't think my dad knew any grade I had throughout my university. You got know what I mean? Well, this guy knows everything. So if I'm thinking that I can just maybe not study, then I know that he's going to ask me about my... Hey, your midterms, and it starts with joke all, all, all the time. Ah, how did your midterms go? Amen. You know, when it comes with joke, I feel like it just, I can just give me one answer. Ah, it was okay. No, no, he, he, he wants to know. He wants to know my grade. He wants to know how well I did. Sometimes when he sees me, himself, something doesn't tell him. I just want to know all, all I did yesterday. Are you getting one? I don't know why. So that, that used to get me angry. Why is it? You know? And the area I'm praying she will get to, he always gets there. <laughs> you know that kind of feeling? Such human beings are good in your life. Yes, yes. If you don't have them, you'll be misbehaving. And nobody will know. And you have strength to do wrong things because you will feel like nobody will ask you a question. 
and that's this you know this false idea of in this world like liberty like everybody is doing their own thing is a that is a big pitfall and is a lie because we, we don't have enough integrity individually as human beings to always do the right thing every time so we need to be that we need to be our brother's keeper in that sense yeah, we need to give, be our brass keeper in that sense. So, so be conscious. I want you guys' mind to change towards one another now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you are invading into privacy or you are... No. As long as your, your heart is sincere. Mm-hmm. That your sincere heart that this person might be... There might be something wrong about this person's... Uh-huh. Like right now, nobody should be failing in school and no, and they, and no one will know. Right? Mm-hmm. No one should be failing in school. Maybe you fail a course, right? And then you just give it a secret. You should, it's something, it has to be something that you shouldn't even be able to keep. Because mm. by the first time you fail the first midterm, your brethren should have known. How, how, how do your midterm? You know what I mean? Yes. If, someone, if you have a friend that just wrote midterm, ask them how it went. Then, when, if they, after one week, ask them how was the result. Now, if they know that if, if I fail this midterm, man, they, I'm going to be getting from at least five, five people. How, how did your midterm go? How was your result? You will read. <laughs> but when you feel like that your area is such a secret, you know this world, you know the way they keep things, wow, it's confidential information. That's their own. Right now, praise God. Because many of us are young, we need that thing. We need that thing. We need that kind of accountability. Amen. So that, uh, in school, uh, that, that one is important. I know that helps me. Yeah. That helped me seriously. Um, in school, because he was the, it's because of him, because he's the one who taught me how to pray. Right? How to do my Bible. Right? So, but it's because of him that I wasn't always praying when I should be studying. Because he also had that kind of sense. Because I know that, I, I know that I can't tell him I was praying when I was supposed to be reading my Bible <laughs> or studying and you know doing well, yes. So we all need that kind of thing. So in, in school area, in all the other areas, some of us have secret phone conversations with a boy with a girl that you shouldn't be talking to, a girl with a boy you shouldn't be talking to. You know we are not dating; we are just talking. No. Why are you talking to them more than others? Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. If you, th- there shouldn't be anybody of the opposite sex that you are talking to more than others. Mm-hmm. If you are a girl, your best friend is a boy, something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Why will your best friend be a boy? Out of all the girls, <laughs> all your sisters. Are you getting me? What does that boy know about you? Like, what can he tell you? What can he... Amen? What do you have in common? As a young lady, your fears, your insecurity, all those things. What does the boy know about all those things? The only thing he can do to you is lie to you. And almost... You know, that's you know guys are bad. It's where guys come. 
is they, they come with some kind of empathy oh, I can understand what you're going through <laughs> you know, boys, like, boys like that kind of thing boys like being your shoulder to cry on you know <laughs> You like being being the person you run to, and when you, and you might feel like all oh, your lady friends they are too you know they don't have they don't have the D, you know. When when they talk to you, you feel like they are not deep enough. So you always need this one deep boy that you need to be calling every time because he's so deep. Only him can encourage. It's a lie. It's a lie. You don't when you if you start talking to a boy, you are young. You are young lady. Praise God. And then you just start speaking to only one boy, one boy, one boy, one boy, because he's your friend, and because he's a Christian and he loves God, and he encourages you. After a while, you start having feelings for him. It's natural. Right? And it's not good. Right? And that time you are spending with that thing, takes away from meaningful time, check it. Check it. When nothing is going on, your female friendships are, are dying. Right? When you're talking to one boy all the time, all the, la- the lady friends that you should be bonding meaningfully with. Meaningfully with. All your energy is drained towards, the, towards that thing. And it is wrong. If you're a guy, the same thing. Your f- best friend is a lady. What kind of thing is that? <laughs> when I, uh, now my mentor used to say something all, always. Then when I was in school. You know some guys, they would say, no, we're just study partners. We only study together. He used to say, no. he, has a motto. he said that studying together is the root of all, of all evil. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to be, you have to be. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why? Because many of us are young. When you are young, you have hormones running wild. You know, hormones is not just sexual. There are some hormones that just makes you feel. Some, some are feel good. Some, are, some are just makes you feel sad. You want, want company. You know, I, they are all hormones. They are. They, these are the young people hormones. They. Are you getting what I mean? Sometimes you just feel you just want someone to just yeah. talk to you softly and just <laughs> and I imagine when you, when that almost is working, then evil spirit knows and they're not, they're not gonna talk to one boy. Yeah, go right now, go and call her right now. Amen. So we have to be wise about all these things. Uh-huh. There's no that those stop. Amen. So. All these things take away. They are, they are what I was talking about as vanity. Yeah. Before they are vain. They won't lead to anything. They are wasting your time. They are taking your energy. And th- these kind of things they always cause problem. Mm. They always cause. You think it's just me talking to this boy? There's a problem. Either maybe one of your the friend you are neglecting yeah. starts getting angry with you. Why are you not talking to this guy? Are you saying that's one problem that has happened? That friend now can have my mistake. Say it to some other person. 
Ah, there's, uh, I tell him, say, before you know something has come up, before you know rumor has started, ah, are they actually secretly dating? Are they, are you get what I'm saying? There's no two, one boy and one girl that will be talking every single time, young people, um, among the brethren, and then that rumor won't break out. Are they dating? Are they not dating? Praise the Lord. So, these things cause they are not good. Amen. Amen. Now, if it, now if someone is doing that thing now and they say, "But we're just friends and now and then you can quote scripture," don't quote scripture as such things. Yeah. Right? It's just just leave it. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the signs that you are doing something wrong is check around. Is everybody else doing it? Anything you are doing, and your brethren, amen. These are your brethren. They, they are caught from the same spiritual cloth as you. So if you have anything in common with anybody, these are the people you should have things in common with. And you, and you stand out. You are doing something that they are not doing. Check yourself. Check yourself. Praise God. The question? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Phrase again. Okay. Yes. Um, how do you come from? How how? Okay. If you see maybe someone in the brethren is saying something that you feel is not right. Yes. Right, yes. That person might be might perceive it as mm-hmm. why you judging me. Has been judged. Been okay. Judged. Yeah. And truly, truly, there are times that people actually come from a place of I'm judging this person. Yes. So I'm just wondering where that fine line is. Okay. What does it mean to judge someone? Yes. Yeah. So there is judging, right now in the Christendom, judging somebody is allowed. It is actually compelled. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who your judges are? This is your judge, your judge, your judge, your judge. They have a, they are, they are anointed to constantly be looking at you. No, you know what the anointing is? The anointing is to constantly be admiring how righteous you are. But when they say anything that's out of the ordinary, they are also anointed to deal with it. See, it's, it's not avoidable. If we are saying that, don't mind your, your own things. Mind the things of another. You can't say that if you are really minding yeah. the things of another and there's something wrong with somebody's yeah. life, you will sense it. Yes. You know how. You will, even if it's not something that doesn't... There's sometimes you just feel something is wrong. You, you don't even know what is wrong. It's because of the spirit yes. that you share. You share a common spirit. Yes, that spirit can say there's something wrong here. Yes, sir. Are you getting me? So there shouldn't be any part of you that should be like, ah, why am I being judged? If you are feeling that way, you are doing something wrong. Yes, there is nobody who is walking righteously and is afraid. Why are they judging me? Yes, I mean, what are you? Yes, <laughs> yes, 
Yes. When Jesus said that thing, to be honest, people quote scriptures. Jesus was talking to Pharisees. Yeah. Same thing. The same thing when Jesus was saying, Who made me a judge over you? He's one of those guys who came to be asking him, Lord, when Jesus finished preaching a message, he said, Okay, come and tell my this thing to my brother to share his inheritance with me. I guess one unbelieving guy that's not a follower of Jesus came and said, Ah, this master has this. Let me come on, if I see if I can get him to tell my brother to share his land with me. Because I'm not a judge over you. They are not Jesus will never tell his disciples who made me a judge over you. What do you mean? He's their judge. If you don't want to be judged by him, don't be around him. Yes, sir. Are, are you getting that? <laughs> yeah, so that thing, when you were saying, move the log in your eye first before you. No, all of us have logs in our eyes. But we should be seeing the logs in each other's eyes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, no. That's how he said. Even Paul encouraged it too. That's what Paul was saying. Paul was saying that you shouldn't take your matters to the court in the law, right? See, you, you that will even judge angels. See, you should be able to judge your matters among yourselves. That's why you have insight. You have revelation. Yeah. That's why you have growth. You see. <laughs> So you see all those scriptures, I'm sorry, they don't apply to you. <laughs> Any scripture that's talking about not judging people, it doesn't apply to believers at all. Yeah. Believers are supposed to be judging themselves constantly. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Constantly judging. <laughs> yeah. hmm. You know there's a difference between judging. I've, I've taught it before, and then passing punishment. Yeah. That's the part that is not your part to do. Yeah. Right? That part of, okay, now this punishment is due to you. What's, what, what's this passing of punishment? I won't talk to you anymore. Maybe I won't call you anymore. Mm-hmm. Anything that has to do with you doing something that affects the person because of what they've done, that's the part that's not up to you. Yeah. Are you getting it? Yeah. That's the part that's up to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Judging everything. I'm your leader, spiritual leader. You are supposed to be judging me too. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, that's the truth. But what you can't do is now blame. Okay, you must do this, or you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that one, me, I'm answerable to God. The God, God is the, that's God's job, work to do that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So if I'm doing, so it's like if I'm do, if I'm doing something now, like you feel like this thing is not right, to, mm-hmm. by all means, uh-huh. you have the obligation to come and tell me, Baba J, there's something that's disturbing my spirit. <laughs> Are you getting me? Something that's disturbing my what? Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's the honest truth. The problem with is, is that Christians, now instead of going to maybe the leader or what, they go and start talking to, to other people. 
right? And this is the person who is there leading them. So who who do you want? Is it the other person who is shepherding that should judge him or what? What are you telling the other person for? Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you that in any case, that's how the Lord made design the body. In any case, there's always be a, there's always a a place where there is room for more judgment, more light, more understanding in a matter. If two people are having and you get to a point where they are having issues to settle it, it's very simple. Just look for somebody who you feel is more knowledgeable, who has more judgment spiritually, and just take the matter to that person. Most times, a third person will solve the problem. But the problem is that they want, when you want to do your own thing, the other person wants to do his own thing, you are not even interested in a third party. You are interested in what you want to do. So such a problem, nobody can help you. You will just keep fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and the dispute will go on almost forever. <laughs> yeah, but the, see, the, the wisdom of this thing called body of Christ, church, is too great. God is the one who designed it. It's great. If we would just behave how God, the Lord has designed, things will be, things will be going on well. We will all be growing. If we have a problem, it will be solved. There's no problem that can't be solved. There's no problem that can't be solved. That's something I also realized growing up as a Christian. And that's, um, by God's grace, through that my mentor, I also realized that thing a lot. That you might get to a point where you feel like this thing, you're going to a problem, nothing can solve this problem. You're just looking at it from your own point of view. You need somebody with sufficient knowledge and experience. They'll come and tell you, this is what we need to do here. This is the aspect of the matter that you've not been considering at all. Praise God. Let's be conscious of this. We should also be conscious of of offending others. Offending one another. We should be do things even when you feel like it's just my own thing, it just shouldn't offend anybody. It's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like just doing your own thing, living your own life, making your own decisions. Because everything you do, it affects other people. So you have to be conscious. You have to be conscious of everything. And like that. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Any more questions? Okay, correct. Is there anything like, because sometimes I have that where, like, if you have a household that is not like correction, or okay. you overcorrect the wrong, or something like that, is there anything like that? Like, if you overcorrect them? Yeah, they were wrong, so you have to them, or something like that. They'll go away. Okay. There's, no, there's nothing like that. So, correction, correction, it's not um it's different like I was saying before, it's between seeing a, a, an issue and then addressing the issue and then you maybe being attribute to to bring some kind of um what's the word I use now? Punishment. Punishment. Punishment can be not treating a person somehow or 
being mean towards the person. Mean, mean towards somebody can make them go away if they are still very, very young. They're not strong. Are you get what I'm saying? So when you mix correcting with meanness, you, you will now cause problem. But just correction by its own. If correction, just correction itself drives somebody, the person should not be there in the first place. So if you do refuse to correct, just for the purpose of... Mm-hmm. Are you getting what I'm saying? God, God has been correcting us since. Everything we see we are coming into now. They are there since. They've been there since. It's just that the person you're correcting, it's just that if they are very young, it might take them time to come into what you're saying. But that's why you have to keep saying and speaking and speaking. You have to keep speaking, speaking, speaking in love. That's what the Bible says, right? Correct one another in love. You have to add in love there. If you remove that love from there, you will cause problems. Right? But you, you always, anytime, you should never see something wrong and turn another, turn your face away. It's not good. You become complicit in that thing. Yeah. Yeah. We have to. <laughs> I have a question. Yes, please. Okay. How, you know, sometimes mm. you expect better judgment from somebody. Yes. And so there are sometimes when I feel like me, I'm like this. Mm-hmm. I'm more inclined to not say anything because yeah. I feel like maybe at it's some so point yeah. people will just let you know yes. mm-hmm. that you're one kind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, at what point do you see in Holy Ghost won't tell you, maybe I should tell you? Mm-hmm. Like, at what point? Because me, I feel like sometimes I just yeah. like you are listening to what mm-hmm. you Yeah, I love this question, yeah. You know better. Yeah. Yes. Going to leave it. Yeah. And, it, and mm-hmm. there are times where it has actually turned out like that, where yes. there will be something like, okay, maybe I see something, then months later I, I see that the thing has corrected yeah. itself. Yes. Yeah. So, at, at what point is it that immediately you see an issue? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's, there's leading in everything that I'm saying. Yeah. But let me tell you, tell you something about this. A lot of times, when you see something and you don't, um, and then you, you feel like, ah, I shouldn't address it to, or maybe I, it's not my place or something. Mm-hmm. It's because you are feeling a deficit in terms of the relationship level yeah. that you need to be able to tell someone that kind of thing. Right? Yeah. That, a lot of time, that's what you are, you, are, you are sensing. It's just the feeling of awkwardness, man. Ah, man. So, there's always a way to reach somebody. If there's no way at all to reach the person, then then you are not connected. I'm not talking about you going to talk to somebody out there. I'm talking about your brethren. So, if there is no medium of reaching the person, it means that the person is not in your life to start with. So, what that means is that most of the time, there will always be somebody closer that you can bring into the picture. Yes, and you can do that as in 
as Christians. And then when you, when you use your world sense, you be like, I start not gossiping. When you go and tell the third person, no, no, no. It's wisdom. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, you go to somebody who you feel like is in their life, mm-hmm. right, closer, they, they respect. Everybody has that. Anybody who doesn't have that, then they are a shady person to start with. But everybody who is okay, who is, you know, they're, inside there are people tons closer to them, someone who they respect like that. So you can, when you do that, it won't feel too awkward. So you talk to somebody that's in a position in their life that can talk to them. Are you getting me? Then that person can take it up. Wrong. Most uh, all these things, every situation is different, but there's always a wisdom. Yeah. God has a, a God has wisdom such that nothing should just be kept and swept under. Uh-huh. There are some people that if you, if it's so so bad, go to the leader. Like anybody, like me. If you think anything is out of place, come to me and tell me. If you come and tell me, don't feel like you are snitching or anything. I've already, I've already absorbed everybody of that snitching title. <laughs> are you getting There's what you call snitching in righteousness. <laughs> yes, so. We are all holy snitches. It's for the purpose to, of saving our souls. We need that. <laughs> now, and some people are, you know, some people it's not easy to talk to them. Some people are bad. They, they just, they can deal with you. <laughs> you know, they just, you know, some people can build an aura around them. It's almost it's all style. Mm-hmm. That whole is a purpose, though. They already ta- they already plan what they want to be doing, so mm-hmm. so they have to create the ambience around them that it's nobody will, will have mind ever to ever stop them and tell them this thing you did is <laughs> is wrong. There are all kinds of souls. So, so such people you might be afraid to go and talk to, but there's somebody that uh, mm-hmm. come and talk to me. Tell me, I have a concern about this person. Mm. And when you do that, you are not a snitch. snitch. You are just a holy snitch. Yes. That what I'm doing is not wrong. Yes. Right? 
and he's convinced of it. Okay. Right? What is, I guess, what's the assignment for me? You are able to convince him yes. that, <laughs> that what? That what he feels I'm doing wrong. Okay. Right. Okay. Based on based on the feeling that you feel is right. Well, based on my knowledge. Yes. Okay. And when you come, when you show him, that, does he accept that he's right? Yes. He accepts that, that he's right. Okay. Yeah. But then, if in in the actual sense it is wrong. Mm. For me, because I don't know, because of how smart I am with words. Okay. For me, do I go home still thinking and trying to check what he said, mm. or is that something I just. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get it. So, if you do something that's wrong, you need and you need for you to be able to convince him. I don't know it's wrong. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he is correcting me because he yes. sees it right. I, yes. I, I can't see it. Yes. But then, because I'm so smart with my words and my spiritual intellect, yes. I can convince him that ah, it's just because you have not read up to. <laughs> And he is convinced. <laughs> okay. But then what's, what's the assignment for me? Really? No, the assignment for everybody is always do what you feel you, you think your, your most honest judgment is right. That's what everybody if we all live like that, we won't have too much problems. You have to live you have to do what you feel is in your most honest judgment. There will be times when it's not right. When, in those times, that is, that is the Holy Spirit's work in the church. That is his own job. Holy Ghost's job is not to force you to do a righteousness that you know is righteousness, but you want to do the wrong thing. Once he gets to that point, he can't do anything. His job is to reveal it to you, right? That's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's job is not to force anybody to do anything, and he will never do that. That's his job. So his, his job is to reveal it to you and in that place of revelation he will supply grace for you to, to obey what has been revealed. Even if you feel like you don't have, there's all the, the grace hasn't been supplied. It's not the matter of there's no revelation or you don't know what it is. Are you saying? So when Holy Spirit so anything that is beyond somebody's awareness that is the job of the Holy Spirit that's the job of the ministering grace that's the job of the word that's coming that's the job of, you know, at some point, according to the divine program, light will be shed on whatever that issue is. Are you getting me? But the, everybody's right. Nobody has the responsibility to leave a revelation that they don't have. It's like you don't have the revelation. It's God's job to reveal. Yes. That's his job, right? To give the revelation. Our job is to make sure we are always open to receive revelation. Right? And now when we receive revelation, we are as steadfast in terms of doing and obeying what has been revealed by God. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So if you maybe have like someone that is a friend for Yes. Yes. At what point 
does it look like audio? Like you're complaining too much. Maybe there are too many things you're saying and you're yes. correct. Yes. How do you like mm. define that line where you're like, okay, let me just, I don't want to use the word to cut the piece of flat, but let me just use it because I don't have anything else. Yeah. yeah. I just want to cut the piece of flat. So I'm like, okay, yeah, this definitely not perfect. So I'm not trying to be like, like make that line yeah um part of it you have to be very discerning okay of course you have to be led by the spirit in everything mm-hmm. that you're doing if you're not too sure about something pray more about it wait about it there'll be clarity about it in your mm-hmm. heart now the feeling of someone of someone feeling you're nagging or you're it comes it comes usually from too much repetition of the same thing mm-hmm. right and when you are repeating the same thing to somebody, a lot of times it's because the person, it's not that they didn't hear what he said, that they just they are not really, really ready and interested in doing what you're saying. Are you getting? Now, if someone is, is showing, showing a sign they're not interested in doing what you're saying, and you keep going over, you're almost putting yourself as an enforcer. In a person's life, that's not your role. Your role is not to enforce anything. Your role is to bring light. Are you getting it? Bring light into the situation. That's your role. To bring light into the situation. If you feel like the person has understood then it's in the person's, the ball is in the person's court to now accept what they are, you've told them, and bring about change, right? Are you getting me? And, or leaving it and not doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Or not doing what you're, you're telling them. So, but if it's a matter of something knew somebody is doing that you feel like you've not spoken to them about this before like they they honestly the way you judge is that do they honestly not know that what they are doing is wrong yeah. if you feel like someone doesn't honestly know what they are doing then you have almost a responsibility if you are in relationship with them yeah. you have a responsibility you know everything i'm saying is in the context of relationship there's nothing i'm saying that you can't go and apply this to your boss at work to somebody <laughs> are you get what i'm saying when all the things I'm saying, they fall flat when you go into that world. Yes. You don't have anything that connects you for you to bring this kind of principle. You cause problem. But everything I'm saying works on the platform of a kind of relationship, which is, in our case, this is the strongest relationship you can have with anybody. It's stronger than, than physical blood, than your relative, than your dad, your mother, your brother. This is we're talking about. This is the strongest relationship any human being can have. It's a relationship through the family of God through Christ. Uh-huh. So it based on that relationship is so strong that we can bring this kind of standard and it won't break it. It won't it won't cause problem. Are you getting what I'm saying? Like this thing I'm saying now, always being able to judge a person and always being a voice of enlightenment to people. You can't bring that, let's say Two unbelievers, even though if they are married, that marriage thing that unbelievers have is not strong enough. The after a while, the husband will get offended, the wife will get offended, 
So why are you always talking? What do you mean? Are you my God? Are you, are you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, problem will break up because that thing is not strong enough. Mm-hmm. Brother, between brother and sister, father, mother, those things are not strong enough mm-hmm. to carry what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But what we have is strong. Mm-hmm. It's very strong. Yes. Because it's not carry. We are not, what is carrying this is not the power of man. It is, we are, we are bought into a, a greater Praise God. It is that it, the reason why I can, the reason why I can have boldness to bring any fault I'm seeing up is because of that assurance of an, an immeasurable, infinite supply of grace to deal with any fault that a man can have. Do you get my point? The world does not have that. When is a, a, a man, the way he is is what he is. So if the, if the wife of your husband now begins to say, okay, any single thing you're doing that is not right, we begin to bring it up and ask you. You are just, you will be yourself, you will be sad. The man has no, no tiny grace to change anything about himself. He's never going to change. That thing you're complaining with, as long as he doesn't get born again and begins to get transformed, he will still be that same person. He might even get worse 10, 20 years from now. Are you get what I'm saying? So they don't have that kind of hope for such things. But in Christianity, what we have is that we have access to grace. Yes. What is the grace? That if anybody has any fault, any issue, there is grace to solve it. So because of that, and that, that is the whole point of our relationship. Wow. The whole point of our relationship is perfection. Take that away. There's no point. Why are we, why are we brethren? What, what are we doing? If it's that you do anything you like, we cover it. Let's just, why are we, okay, what's the point of anything we are doing then? Okay, what are we brethren for? <laughs> are you getting my, 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 the main point is that we are all growing together. That's the main activity that I have fault, you have fault, you have fault, we all have fault. And we are, God is helping us, bringing revelation and giving, shedding light. As light is coming, we are, through each other, we are, being able, we are able to cite our own, our own uh, infirmities. Yes. And by that, by any time light shines on an infirmity, there's a, there's a release of grace. Grace comes from the realm of the spirit to deal with that thing. Are you, are you getting my point? Uh-huh. I was addressing something. Was I, was I addressing? Was it your question, right? Uh-huh. So, so that your question. Um, so, number one, that person you're talking about should be, you should all both have the same kind of relationship, same hope. What is the hope? Perfection. What is the what is the hope of perfection? The perfection is that. If that, whoever, that person you are speaking to is somebody who is of the idea that it's okay for me to have faults that I have not dealt with, then don't bring any of these things near that person. Right? You always get to, get to a problem. But if you all have that common hope of your, your light shining brighter and brighter, that anything that is not in the nature of Christ and God is an anomaly and should be dealt with, when you have that kind of relationship, then you will hardly have that issue of someone always na- thinking you're nagging and all that. You hardly have that problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Does it make sense? Yes. Unless you're saying that there's somebody who is saying that you're correcting them means you are nagging and is in this fold in terms of journeying towards eternal life, then that person is not ready. Right? That person is not ready. Mm. We, should be, we should be at home with correction. Yes. Some, you should just be ready for it. If you don't feel like, you know, that's what that attitude of that I was talking, trying to describe before of people who who try to assume things. Uh, that's where a problem like this comes. When if you correct someone, they get angry. <laughs> mm, so you should be ready for corrections. Yeah, that's that's just our life. That's the life we subscribe to. You subscribe to the life of constantly revealing your faults. Your faults constantly being revealed to you. You trusting the Lord for grace to walk in obedience. When they deal with this one, there will be another one. Continuously until you are before him in love. You are constantly being made pure. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) Question? Any other one? Okay, Yinka. So, um, just like when you were explaining, um, you mentioned something about like if we're all in the shipfold because we're all going towards perfection. Yes, so sir. In one area or the other, we're all having struggles. We're all yes. perfect. And so I just like in a situation maybe where you're talking with someone or maybe someone shares something with you and you're trying to help or encourage the person. Yes. And in the work process, maybe you now start to you now want to hold back and not talk because you see, you are seeing yourself, you are seeing your own infirmities as well. Yeah. You're like, I'm not. Okay. Like how? That one is not even coming to the conversation. You shouldn't. Um, your own state or your own infirmity has nothing to do with such a thing. You get if your own state is coming, then there's something wrong with that positioning. It's almost as if it's you comparing someone with somebody that demands you correcting them. That's not what it has nothing to do with you. Yes, it's not because you are better than them yes, that, that why you speak out yeah. or address a thing. If that's the case, it's coming from the wrong motive. Yes. You get so it has nothing to do with you being. But when you are, and that's the, that's the problem sometimes where people can feel they are judged and all that. It's when you're coming from that place of because I am I don't have this issue or, or that's where you not having the issue doesn't give you rights. It's not what gives you right to correct anybody. And when you're coming from that angle, you always come off as judgmental and all that, like what you were saying, right? But it's not about that. It's just it's love. Even though you just know you, you are nothing to start with. You go with that approach. You are nothing, but just because I love you so much, to me, you, you, you are everything. It's just this one thing I just saw that is not, might not be good. I just want you. Can we deal with this thing? That's the attitude with which correction. That's what they talking about correcting in love. Is that you are, you are correcting not from a point of uh, superiority. Yeah. So don't let that stop your. 
Yes, sir. When you were talking earlier about the position that your former mentor had in your life, mm. and um, being very involved in like even the things that seemingly might not be so-called spiritual things, okay. um, as it were. Um, I want you to, uh, I know there might not be enough time, but in this part, mm. um, show us what, um, I, I, I know it's different for all of us, but what okay. proper submission um, should look like. And the, the reason why I ask mm. that is because um, sometimes when you have people do that kind of role to you, right, whether you feel, ah, this so much, I don't think I should, because I know I've had a, a conversation between you told me the, you know, person, I'll speak for myself now sometimes, that's like, I can't, this thing, I should not be bringing this kind of thing to you at this time or whatever. But sometimes um, mm. it can, there can also be a darkness that keeps us in the sense that things that should actually be submitted or yes, subjected to someone of higher spiritual authority we now tend to keep because we okay. feel like uh, this is not the right time, not the right place. I just want you to tell us or show us what proper submission looks like in this part. It's, mm. it's not like the other one because I've, I've had a similar thing where there's someone that is literally following every single day, like, don't go there, don't go there, you can't do this, and mm -hmm. you cannot do it. It's almost like, you're not my mother, but you can't do reverses. This one, there's just spirit, like, <laughs> if you don't go, okay, no problem, everybody is just, uh, <laughs> you, say, you can just show us more detail. Yeah, yeah so that, that, that kind of thing is, um, like I was saying before, that kind of thing happens, doesn't always happen, like, from maybe if there is a leader spiritually who is leading many people, there's no way he can be do that level of I get what I'm saying with many people, right? It's just it's just a natural, almost physical impossibility. You only have 24 hours in a day. <laughs> you can you know what I mean? But uh, like I was saying, the body of Christ is sophisticated in the sense that, like that example I was giving you, he wasn't a pastor. Like he wasn't like my pastor. He was a brother, although he was in the leadership, right? Um, he was in leadership, but was he even was he even the younger that leader? Then was he the younger? I think maybe yeah. I think he was he was probably the younger leader. Well, yeah, it was leadership, leadership, but that was really pretty much a brethren to brethren relationship. Are you getting? Yeah, that was a brother to brother relationship. It's one bro, it's one person citing grace in somebody else that this thing is for me. I don't care, I just know that this thing in this man is for me. Identifying that now, before I came, there were guys who were in that church before I came. And there's one particular person I know that that guy had things that this guy could have gotten. And who had been there with him for years. You know, some people, when you've been around them, they feel like it's just, we are just friends and all, that kind of thing. So I know that, the, I know that this guy, you're relating with this guy as your friend. Don't be relating with him as your friend. You're making, a, you're making a mistake. That's not who he is to you. You are his, not everybody is just your friend. Don't try and put everybody as your friend. You'll, you'll be a fool to do that. It has nothing to do with age. Someone can be younger than you, but they are not in your life to be your paddy, which is to know. 
they are in your life for a reason. So that guy was looking at him as just, and I was like, this is not, this is not right. Amen. Even in just, even in just little things. Anyway, I don't want to talk <laughs> before I mistakenly mention someone. Amen. Praise God. But I, I get what I'm saying. So, so this thing is, um, is, is in, praise God. Another thing that happened with me, with me too, with, there are people I know that there are things that this person can learn from me, but there's a way they are trying to, you know, behave, and I just say, okay, no wahala, no problem. And a lot of times, there are instances where the person will, will take years, they will make mistake, and wasted time. Sometimes when God has mercy, they would have now wasted time. Before now, they will be learning things they could have learned years ago. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> because after a while, you know, this person is not just my friend, though. It's actually somebody that God brought. You get what I mean? Because things after a while play out. And you see things. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? So, um, it's a, that's just a, it's a wisdom. Right? If... If, like I was saying, it's not everybody. Some people feel like maybe the only person they must submit to is just the the shepherd directly, the pastor, or whatever. No, no. There are there are people in your life that you can submit to at a level where they know what's going on with you. They know what's happening. Amen. Mm-hmm. And they can correct things at a certain level of specificity right? in, in life. You get what I mean? Yeah. So if you are, if you feel you are close, maybe if you are closer, you are close to me in a way, and you feel like oh, there's there's something that you want me to be involved in your life in a certain way, it's still okay. By leading, if you are led that way, it's still fine. Praise God. Amen. Some guys don't like to submit to someone close. They like submitting to someone far. <laughs> <laughs> teaching is not mainly about maybe pastor to member submission mm-hmm. or spiritual leader. That's not the main thing I'm teaching. I'm teaching about that flock thing. That among brethren, mm-hmm. submitting to one another. That's the key. That's the key thing.
Et noir. On va presser. I think we're good.